Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. show happy october 11th it is wednesday hump day if it's your first time listening get ready because here i come return listeners you already know what it is all right we listen we laugh we learn right here on this show now i just learned that today is apparently national curves day celebrating men and women with curvy bodies all you men with hips today is for you okay show of hands all my straight women who love men with wide hips, <laughs> with them birthing hips. You feel me? Got a little flavor on you. I see you out there, brothers. So don't let nobody shame you today. It's all about homeboys with hips. All right. Also, you know, it's also about the donk because a lot of those do not want to act like they got a donk. But listen, it, it, it's a real thing. We see y'all on the football field with them tight pants. So happy National Curves Day. Uh, I've also... Uh, been curved myself and I have curved others so a curved day can stand for that as well it's also stop bullying day which should literally be like every day uh just stop bullying people it's lame and uh it is a problem but it is also national coming out day yes it is national coming out day which ironically enough is on the same day as national bullying day and in Black Newsday, News Day, word on the street is there's a new Skittles ban in California. But is there more to the story? Of course, there's absolutely more to the story. And there's also more candies that are going to be banned. And you know that's a problem for me. We got a ton of calls from y'all sharing your thoughts on the AKA sorority seven-year-old white girl teacher saga. I am honestly shocked and appalled by some of the calls. So we're going to check into that. And uh, we are going to check in with... Um, Jeremiah and the 60 second headlines. All right. So we got a whole lot of things going on right here. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh and learn right here on the Amanda Seals show. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time for some black Eared news. All right. California has become the first state in the nation to ban the use of our four food additives commonly found in thousands of products across the United States, including cereal, sodas, and most uh, importantly for me, candy. Okay. 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 I mean, the Skittles ban is not the name of the ban, even though Skittles is uh, very directly implicated in the ban. It's Mm -hmm. called the California Food Safety Act. The Skittles ban was a moniker attributed to earlier versions of the bill that did propose the removal of titanium dioxide, which is found in Skittles. Now, that proposal was later removed, but this ban will prohibit the manufacturing, sale, and distribution of brominated vegetable oil, potassium Mm. bronate, Mm. propylparaben and red dye three. Now, as a rule, we shouldn't really be eating stuff with all that all them syllables, like, right? Like if, if I can't pronounce it, I shouldn't be eating it. But these syllables, this, these syllables, these chemicals are used in about 12,000 food products across the country. Y'all 
12,000, despite, here's the part, despite okay. never having been approved for consumption by the FDA. What? So this is where I'm confused because we have the FDA, which is uh, supposed to be making sure that, you know, certain foods are, well, th that any food that we eat mm -hmm. has been approved. But the reality is that the FDA is kind of like, like the Food and Drug Administration approving your, your food is kind of just like an added like certificate. It's like mm -hmm. a gold star because, mm -hmm. you know, you'll get like all these supplements like they have all the vitamins and stuff. It'll say all the time like this is not FDA approved. And that's true. Oh, God. You're, you're like, still take them. yes, <laughs> still yes. Them. I mean, it's like when Kevin McAllister <laughs> went to the grocery store and he was like, is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association? And she was like, I mean, I don't know, kid. I don't know. <laughs> no, and he's no like, well, why would I get it if it hasn't gone through that process? <laughs> Same. But the other question we always have to ask ourselves is. Well, why should black people, people care? Black people should care. Not just because you like Skittles, but because, and you eat them like you playing dice, but because we suffer the most from diseases caused by poor food choices. We do. Mm -hmm. We all know what happened to Big Mama and Soul Food. Mm. All right, now, should more harmful foods be banned in America? Like, what are foods that you feel should be banned in America? I can tell you now, that Popeye's chicken sandwich should be off the table, mm -mm, all right? Mm -mm. It caused a lot of civil unrest. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and social disturbances. So I say, get it out of here. Calls at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Up next, Juicy J and Wallow blasted the current state of rap. All right, we're gonna get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we got to talk about the current state of rap because earlier this week. Juicy J, who is a vet, 3-6 Mafia, mm -hmm. Mafia, Mafia, shout out to Memphis, and Wallow, they blasted the current state of rap music. And this is what Juicy James, in my mind, the J stands for James, that I could be wrong, <laughs> had to say. Okay. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I'm being real. I'm being real. Rap music is down 40% this year. I'm going to say it again. Rap music is down 40% percent check the charts check the math i don't make the rules i do not make the rules it's down 40 percent what are we as rappers producers composers etc gonna do about this because it's down 40 percent all right he said 40% several times. So if you didn't catch that, then I don't know what you were listening to. But rap music is down 40%. And I guess what he's trying to say is that like, as like the most powerful, like, I guess, uh, ec music economically, like it's not, mm -hmm. it's not still winning. I personally don't necessarily feel like that's like a competition because I'm curious to know what's on top. And if I put my money on it, it's probably Afrobeats. Um, probably. I feel like that's right? like the I think that's probably it. Point. But Exhibit also had something to say about it. Two factors that I believe are, are, are stifling music because hip hop is so huge and it made so many people so much money, they think anybody can do it. So if you, and, and for example, if you go and say, you know what, I, I love football, but you won't take your ass down there, suit up and get on there, on that field when it's time. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going 
You, you won't do that. But everyone feels like that hip-hop is so accessible that anybody can do it. It's become a mockery of itself. That's one. Number two, um, I think that, you know, it's become too accessible. You know, like, it, like it, 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 if you go into back back in the time there there was a there was a time when there was somebody that you had to go into their office and get an investment into your career. Mm. Now you just have a laptop and Wi-Fi, you can be an artist. Here's the thing, though. Now, when that was the case, though, y'all was running up in the office with a bat. Breaking Ooh. down the, the, the desks because of the gatekeepers. Ooh. So you can't have it both ways. And that's really the trouble of it all. You can't have it both ways. You can't say we wish we had a gatekeeper and then mm -hmm. feel like you can tell the gatekeeper how to gatekeep. So I just I'm saying like, you know, what's happened now is, yes, there is more accessible. Uh, people have more access to making music. But at the end of the day, listen, it don't matter how many people are making music. If people aren't buying it. Right. Then that's the thing. Why mm -hmm. are people buying this music if it's so trash? Mm -hmm. <laughs> to me, that's what speaks to it. But I wanted to say, you know, okay, if there are things that can save hip hop, I feel like as a hip hop head, I could chime into this. Okay. Okay. Like he's saying thinking? that it's down by 40%. He's saying it's down by 40%. So uh -huh. some things that I think could save hip hop at this juncture. No more samples. Y'all mm. are sampling your own records now. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for the point where, like, we hear an album where, like, the first record is uh, its own, and then the next song is a sample of that record, and then the next song is a sample of that record, and the next song is... Like, and someone's gonna be like, it's innovation. It's Did innovative. you hear? Um, they sampled, like, Lil Mama Lip Gloss. I was like, already? That's like that already. just came. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's... So, I think if we got back to a more analog kind of way where we actually are playing out you know music on the actual mm. instruments and putting those beats together that's one way um there could be something to be said for lyricist exams mm. to, to vet new artists and maybe like i don't know who's gonna administer the exams but some of y'all don't know nothing about an analogy mm. and uh the metaphor just eludes you you know it just eludes you but more effective than that rap og mentorship programs like for all okay. the complaining that these brothers be doing mm -hmm. i'm like are you like putting yourself in a position to like work with these younger artists i mean joe Great budden question. was over here saying like he didn't want to see drake with these younger artists but i mean there is something to be said for that that bridge being bridged right right, right. last but not least artist development boot camps boot camps bring it back Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, crossing a bridge to go get Junior's Cheesecake, but something like the band, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like it. Well, let me know from y'all. Do you feel like rap is still worth listening today? Hit me up, 1-855-262-6328. Or do you prefer the old school, like me? Call me up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. We'll get to six second headlines when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and now it is time for 60 Second Headlines. All right, first up, as the U.S. ousted House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Candace House of Commons made history by electing the first black speaker in the country's history. His name is Greg Fergus. Oh, wow. Look at you, Greg. That's a historically not black name, but I really feel like his impact could be felt. I wish it was LeGreg. You know, that would make it more <laughs> recognizable. More 
<laughs> yeah. Also, the Drew Barrymore show is returning for its fourth season on October 6th. But with the writer's strike not over, some of our lead writers will not be returning. They declined their offers. That does not surprise me by any stretch of the imagination. She played herself. She effed around and she's finding out. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Speaking of which, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis lost a lawsuit for hiding COVID data from the public. Florida will now have to resume posting data and pay attorney fees. I'm just trying to understand. Like, you are the governor of a state. Just <laughs> Satan. Like, the slavery benefited blacks. He's no wokeness, right? Like, the don't say gay bill. And now it's, I'm not going to tell y'all how many of y'all died. But it's <laughs> it's up there. Also, California college students are eligible for financial assistance toward attending HBCUs. Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill, AB 1400. It offers a one-time grant up to $5,000 to community college students who transfer to HBCU. I mean, I love it because we're seeing all these laws go in the other direction Mm -hmm. that are acting like we don't need HBCUs or like we don't need specific acts and bills in policy in place to give black folks the space to get to equity. So, of Mm -hmm. course, I'm glad that Gavin is making a change to do this. And this, again, goes in my support of the fact that I think that he is either going to be involved in the cabinet if Biden is elected or at the very least will be running. All right. One last one, Amanda. I don't know if you heard about this, but inmates at prisons across the country were busted with cell phones during last week's nationwide emergency (laughs) alert system test. (laughs) Gots to be more careful. Gots to be more careful. As somebody who has absolutely had dudes come on my live while they are in prison, (laughs) I'm like, this is not safe for you. Use your use your minutes on a better purpose, please, please. Well, thank you for our 60 second headlines, y'all. Uh, those are all available to you to go more research on. That's why we only give you a little tidbit, but you can get more info. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. And if you missed anything, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking your calls on any of our topics. Call us at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Hey, this is regarding to the last uh, conversation with the lady about her four daughters. Uh, I don't think it's a southern thing. I just think it's just a sense of which girls look better. Uh, they can all have similar uh, features, but when it all boils down to a person have a preference or a choice, and I don't think they're choosing them because they're light skin. I just think that light skin makes them a better look of a woman. Not saying that light skin is better because there are some pretty dark skinned women. It's just that if the lady is a brighter skin, not because uh, of that I'm choosing her, but if it looks better put together, then that would be a reason that I would choose a woman that's of a lighter skin. He need black GPT, Amanda. He need black he, GPT. Yeah, because he was, he got it, he jumped in the water and found out it was mud mm-hmm. and was trying to really get his way through that. It's not because she's a brighter mm. uh, shade of a pale, but it the, the pieces <laughs> aligned in a more, oof, that was rough. Uh, basically what it boiled down to is he's like if 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 the light skin was a better version then that is where he's at with it uh, either way 
let's not do that. How about that? Let's not do I that. I agree. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the idea that the package was was better put together on the light-skinned girls and the dark-skinned girls, by nature of that statement, it is colorist. So, mm-hmm. yeah. can't win them all. Can't win them all. But thanks for calling. one 855 8 That's one 855 Now, y'all, you had a lot to say about the teacher who took the shirt off the back of a seven-year-old little white girl because it was an AKA sorority shirt. Now, I'm still shocked that this took place, but I'm going to give y'all the flow to talk about it. So we're going to get into it next hour. All right. We also got the big up and the let down. All right. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the Seals and it is Wednesday, October 11th. I just want to pause for a moment to say happy birthday if this is your day. Okay, hang out, grab a bite to eat, do nothing, sit home with your pet, reflect. Don't scroll through Instagram because you're gonna get annoyed by all the idiots and ignorance that's going on. Um, but because it's your prerogative to just really make this day your day. I also somebody said saw somebody say recently that celebrating one's birthday is really like a show of self-love. And it's fascinating because the dudes I've dated that I know for a fact didn't love themselves also didn't like celebrating their birthday. Ooh, so just, uh, just something to think about. It's also Cardi B's birthday. Yes, it's Belcalis's birthday. Um, if I were her, I don't know. I mean, she talks a lot about just like, you know, she got a lot of troubles that a lot of people can relate to. So I'm sure that for her birthday, like if something went left, it's like, oh my God, like how y'all got me Uh, Why am I talking like her? (laughs) Let me stop. But I feel like her birthday is usually like becoming extravagant and grandiose and all off the top. So if if something goes left on her birthday, I'm sure it's going to be something that none of us can relate to. Like the Maybach got a flat or something of that nature. Uh, We had a conversation yesterday that is now taking on a life of its own. Okay, the little girl whose shirt was taken at school because it had the letters AKA and 1908 on it. Y'all have very strong feelings about this and we are going to put them on the air. All right, we got the big up let down. The big up is going to Shaquille O'Neal. 
<laughs> and the letdown is going to the Wall Street Journal. So I will tell y'all all why as we move along right here on another episode of The Amanda Seals Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to turn into my, tune into my Small Doses podcast. This week, it's side effects of family business with Kev on stage and his wife, Melissa. And they kept it a buck. Um, it's also interesting because they talk about like the whole workaholic thing of it and how that got in the way in their marriage. And I would love to hear from you all about this whole idea of being a workaholic. Is it a problem or is it just kind of the way it life is in America? Well, talk to me, man. I want to hear from you. one 855 8 That's one 855 Are you a workaholic? We want to hear from you. More Black Hair News coming up next. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We were just talking about how we're, our group chat topic of this week is, are you a workaholic? Um, mm-hmm. Do you see anything wrong with being a workaholic? Um, but I would also want to know from y'all, like, if you are a workaholic, like, what do you think makes you a workaholic? Right? Oh, because... it's a good question. You know, like, I think sometimes people may maybe get calling it something. It's like, no, no, you're just responsible. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what that is. Right. Um, Now, speaking of responsible and irresponsible, Mm. yesterday we talked about an elementary school teacher in Nashville that Mm -hmm. confiscated seven-year-old Peyton Tiger. That's her name. (laughs) It's a badass name. I ain't going to lie to you. (laughs) Peyton Tiger's shirt because it had AKA 1908 on it. Okay. Right. So the teacher took the shirt off of the girl, gave her another shirt, sent an email to Peyton's mother explaining why she would not give the shirt back. We got so many calls about this. So let's just open up the phone lines. Who is this? Okay, this is about the teacher taking the child out of the T-shirt. Now, having worked within a school system, I would say that she took the wrong approach because removing a child's clothes can be grounds for arrest. So she shouldn't have done that. But there should have been a conversation had with the parents and educating the child. But no, she should not have taken the child's shirt off. And get the cops called on your ass. You don't want to be undressing little white blonde girls. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm with her. I'm with her. Who else we got on the line? Honestly, Amanda, Amanda, I honestly feel like the lady had every right to take that damn shirt off that little oh girl God. at school. Um, so I kind of wish one of them high school students were able to take off that jacket from the substitute teacher about a week or two ago. Not the, the same thing. The foolishness got to stop. You not can't own thing. everything, baby, and you will not own no black sorority. Not the same thing. It's not the yes. same thing. It's a little different. It's, a little it's not different. the same thing, y'all. <laughs> it's not the same thing. And the the fact that you think it's the same thing is bonkers to me. It's bonkers. And you know what's interesting is that what she said is, I wish I could have taken it off that teacher, the substitute mm-hmm. teacher I put on the um, the actual teacher's AKA jacket, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason they couldn't is because they're children and she's an adult. And so she right. has authority over them. Right. And so when we see the reverse happen, it is a misuse of authority. You right. did that just because that was a child. If you had seen right. somebody in the mall that was your same age with that shirt on, you may not have even questioned it. Or you, mm-hmm. if you did have an issue with it, you wouldn't have fought her and took the shirt off. 
you wouldn't have gone over her and been like, you need to take that shirt off. And even if you did do that, you can't make her take the shirt off. Right. You can't make it. Unless you want to get an assault charge. (laughs) Or the cops, like the lady said before. So I just think it's wild that y'all are really trying to make this case that these two things are equal. A lot of false equivalencies going on this week. False equivalency week. Do we? I know. I know today is National Curves Day, but it is absolutely National False Equivalency Week, at least on the internet. Uh, because boy, oh boy, I've been seeing that all over the place. I believe this could have been a traumatic situation for this seven-year-old girl. So when we get back, right. we're going to talk about it because I think we're not getting to the actual core of the real issue here. And for the record, the real issue here is not about the shirt. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are having to take so many calls about this because y'all are so fired up about this seven-year-old girl wearing an AKA shirt to school. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take another call and then I want to just add in some two cents that maybe I'm hoping that you overlooked, but that if if I contextualize it for you, you'll you'll see where I'm coming from. It's like, oh no, part of me feels like she just did the right thing because people be tripping People be tripping about their sororities and fraternities and whatnot, and they don't want you repping this or doing that. You know, even you got dogged out um, ridiculously in certain comment sections when you did the little role, a, a freaking uh, TV series role. So it was like people be tripping for no reason. But then another part of me is like, why you had to take that little girl? Or somebody's little AKA shirt off that little girl like that. You doing the most. I don't know. I don't know. So you think that she did the right thing because people be tripping? <laughs> Is that what you heard, Jeremiah? Because that's what I heard. Yeah, I feel like, well, I thought people are having two different conversations, but I want you to t- talk about like, why you feel like this dramatic, then I can give you that context of what I think. I mean, the reality about this is that we are like applying adult themes mm-hmm. to a child. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no like Girl Scouts of AKAs, right? So right. it's not like she's it's not like she's misrepresenting like the peer the peer group that she would be in or not, right? It's not like mm-hmm. you're a brownie and we you're not you know what I mean? Like that's not what we're doing. So it feels frustrating to me when we start applying like things that are from a specific phase of life to like children and then like wanting to give them the same type of consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that America is the only country in the world that gives kids adult sentences in prison. So like there is an adultification issue that does happen here in America for the most part mm-hmm. with black children. So in this right. situation, is it is a white little girl, but I just think this is the type of stuff that you never forget. It's right. a core memory. Like I remember things that my teachers did to me in third grade very clearly, mm-hmm. like very clearly it never left me. And so we were talking about the fact that this is an age where you are very impressionable where you are in a developmental stage and where things shape you. This is where trauma shapes you for the person you mm-hmm. become. Now, some mm-hmm. people might be thinking like, oh my God, you making it, you taking it too far. You taking it too far. Here's the thing. A child's mind takes it wherever a child's mind goes. Right. So if you as a kid, like let's say you fall off your bike and you scrape your knee and like no one's there to tell you it's okay. Your child mm-hmm. brain could take that so far to just right. become an abandonment situation. Right. You know, whereas like there's other kids who may have seen or experienced even something that on the surface may look way worse, but they're for some reason, the way their brain operated as a child, like it didn't qualify it in that way. So they didn't, mm-hmm. they, that trauma didn't exist in them in the same way. And so that's why we have to have a mindfulness, especially if we're working with children about the ways in which our behavior as adults is shaping them to become the adult that they're going to be. But what were you going to say? 
Well, I know. I feel like people, I agree with what you said at first, but I also just want to say, I think people are having two different conversations. There's a conversation about whether, I guess, we should gatekeep or protect, you know, certain things in our community, which is one conversation. But there's a conversation about children and the the right way to approach a child in a handle situation. Because also, let's flip it. If any Divine Nine members, child shirt was taken off their thing for whatever it is, it could be a Dr. Phillips High School shirt that you saw, you felt like, why you got this shirt on? It would be an issue. So I feel like those are two different things. I think we're trying to put them together and not look at like, this is a situation that has multiple things happening at once. But the, but the, the priority was a child was violated unnecessarily, essentially. And that's really what it boils down to. And the fact that y'all are defending it makes me look at you wildly sideways. But again, I feel like the same people defending this are probably the same ones who tried to come at me for wearing a sweater that I was put in as an employee of a show. So I'll just say that. Uh, Call me, I wanna know. I don't know, I actually don't want any more calls on this. Because we've got plenty. Uh, but hit me up, one 855 8 if you want to share with me what you learned this week. You know, we got things I learned this week every Friday. I love finding out new things and new knowledge from you guys. I know that there was a lot of conversations going on this week about Palestine and Israel. So maybe you learned new things in that respect. But I would love to hear from you, one 855 8 That's one 855 Coming up next, we got the Big Up Let Down. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals, and it's time for the big up and the let down. Today's big up, big up, big up goes to Shaquille O'Neal for being the ultimate businessman and figuring out how to give a gift while also getting a tax write-off. Okay, so he contributed a hefty sum at his third annual charity gala, the event. Very unique name held at Las Vegas's MGM Grand on Saturday, October 7th. And basically, he paid $20,000 during a live auction to secure a prime on stage table for his mom, Lucille O'Neill, which I just now am finding out that's her name, that her name is Lucille and his name is Shaquille. I think that's oh very God. adorable. Um, <laughs> but this was to see John Legend. And then the reality, though, is that like he made this donation also to his foundation and his foundation is a nonprofit. So therefore he gets a tax write-off. So he took care of his mama and then also wrote it off. Now that's very similar to me of like Donald Trump putting, uh, (laughs) burying his ex-wife on his, on his golf course to get a tax write-off. Like there's a thoughtfulness that is happening there, but at least Shaquille did it in a way that is going to be lifting up his mother and, uh, showing her that she is not just ordinary people. See what I did there? Ha 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 ha. 
Today's letdown goes to the Wall Street Journal for doing what continues to be an amazingly common issue in a world where we have access to so much information. Y'all, the Wall Street Journal posted the wrong picture of Simone Biles. And when I say the wrong picture, I mean, they posted a picture of Shailene Jones. So they literally did an article saying Simone Biles is the greatest gymnast of all time and then had a photo of Shailene Jones. And Simone retweeted it and said, this picture isn't even me. Try again. Wow. (laughs) And, you know, like, this isn't even like TMZ. Like, you're the Wall Street Journal. Like, you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be like at the height of journalism. Mm -hmm. Nope. They like, no, this black girl's the same as that black girl. The legs ain't even the same length. Brown ain't even the same brown. The hair ain't even the same hair. (sighs) I guess that's what we get for getting an all black podium. They're like, well, we couldn't tell y'all apart. That is today's Big Up Let Down, y'all. Give me a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let me know about some things that you learned this week or if something's on your mind or if you want to join the group chat conversation. We're talking about workaholics. Are you a workaholic? Call in and confess. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. Our phone lines are open 24-7 at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Okay, so I always like to hear from you, so call me. Let me know you're listening. Comment on any of our topics, all that. Uh, Who do we got on the phone lines? For the topic of the little girl that got her shirt taken from her teacher because it was an AKA shirt, the teacher was doing too much because she should have been holding the AKA that donated the shirt accountable. That's the person that should have been holding that piece of memorabilia sacred if that's the way they feel about their paraphernalia. Why did she donate it? Why was it accessible to the little girl? Why was she able to purchase it in order to wear it? And to demonize a child is really weird and sick. No matter what's going on, she should have addressed the adult in the situation if she wanted it to be immediately taken off the young lady's back. She should have contacted her parents. That's just, yeah. Honestly, she probably should be fired from her job if she didn't see the issue in doing what she did. Talk to your friends because your friends are on here saying she had to do what she had to do. What? Y'all sound bonkers. Let somebody take your child out of shirt. Be ready to fight. Be up at the school in a heartbeat. Let somebody put your child in a shirt for another sorority that you're not in. Mm. You would lose your mind. You're trying to start stuff today, Amanda Seals. I'm not oh, trying. Seals, I, I don't, don't want to be starting nothing. <laughs> don't want to be starting nothing. I don't want to be starting nothing. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, what I want to do is keep doing this job. So we'll be right okay. back. Uh, keep it locked right here. Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. We're going to be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We are. We up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Today is Wednesday, October 11th. And uh, here's a quick, didn't you know? Did you know that it was on this day in 1975 that Saturday Night Live debuted on NBC? I'm a huge SNL fan, like up to like the nine, really? like late nineties. Yeah. Oh, it was very serious. I still have like SNL episodes on VHS. It's very serious. <laughs> um, serious. Like when I think of like my favorite SNL sketches, like I loved Wayne's World. Um, I loved Sherry O'Terry and Will Ferrell when they were the cheerleaders. Um, that was like the stuff during during uh, my high school years. Like Dana Carvey used to do the Church Lady, didn't you know? And, do you have a favorite um, host who like hosted the show? Y'all gonna laugh when I say it, but he really held it down. Drake was an excellent host. Oh, Drake was like... an excellent host. You know who's actually my favorite host? It's just out of consistency, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin okay. is like a really consistent. Like he's hosted it like fifty eleven times. Um, but the. <laughs> All the Eddie Murphy sketches, like Eddie Murphy as Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, like when Eddie Murphy did um, James Brown, Eddie Murphy has Buckwheat, working Penub in all the wrong places, working Penub. He's got a long career. He, you, he's, you say he had a long career? Yeah, it's like, I don't even think of SNL when I think of Eddie Murphy, but it's like, because he's done so much stuff. Right. Right. No, it's really um it's really kind of kind of wild like when you think about like Chris Rock was also on SNL. <laughs> yes. Oh god. See? Mhm. Chris Rock, Tracy Morgan, like yeah, our people been there. Our people been there. So, shout out to SNL. Recently, I saw this sketch with uh, Kristen Wiig, who's one of my favorite performers like ever to touch the planet Earth, and they they used to do a sketch about California and like it was like a fake like um it was like a, it was like a, like a soap opera. But the, the catch is that they always just, they can never just say they went somewhere. They have to tell you the route that they took to get there, which is so LA. And they'll be like, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just get on the 101 and then switch over to the 405 and then take Imperial Highway and just leave? And anybody who's ever lived in LA like gets that joke because we are very about that life. I think New York is similar. We're very about like, wait, what route did you take to get here? So shout out to SNL. If you've never like took the time to go watch some old Saturday Night Live skits from when it was like really really funny you should do it it's worth it all right uh, we got still more to come this hour we got blackerate news uh we're also going to take a block quiz with professor supreme all right so we're gonna do all of that as well as stay connected with y'all and you can stay connected with us on social media as seal said it okay i also want you to get in on our group chat topic of the week are you a workaholic is being a workaholic a problematic thing like tell me about it because i want to know one eight five five Amanda eight. Am I a workaholic? One eight five five Amanda eight. One eight five five two six two six three two eight. All right, hit me up. We're gonna listen, laugh, and learn right here when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob two hundred milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals here. And uh, if you have been on social media, then you know that we have been, a lot of people have been stating their opinions and their thoughts around what is going on currently in the warfare that's taking place between Israel. I can't say between because it's not accurate. The warfare that's taking place in the uh, Israel and Palestine region. Now, many people across social media are continuing to share their thoughts and perspectives on the conflict, including myself. Uh, but the thing about it is that sometimes you have people sharing things most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. You got people sharing things that aren't completely accurate. And that's when it's very good that we have Conscious Lee, who, by the way, told me the other day that he listens to our show on the way to things really? out there in okay. Tejas. So we're going to have consciously come up here. But in the meantime, in between time, I wanted to play this video where he breaks down the relationship between black folks and the free Palestine movement. A lawyer you can trust says all blacks talking about free Palestine like they actually F with blacks. It's almost hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This video is about the interconnectedness of black and Palestinian struggles that's well dated and historical, you know. We know the solidarity between Palestinians and black folks can be traced all the way back to Malcolm X, Martin Luther King and the Black Panthers all the way through George Ford and the BLM movement. And also, contrary to popular belief, black support for Palestine has long existed. Key historical figures such as Malcolm X, James Baldwin, Amari Baraka, and various black organizations, including STIC, SNCC, which stood for the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, supported Palestine. Their position and work on Palestine was fundamental. As a matter of fact, speaking of Black Panther Party, Huey P. Newton got a book that he wrote that changed my life when I was 19. You see what I'm saying? He said that we must think globally and act locally. You feel me? And when it comes to this old Palestinian struggle, we can recognize that quote right there is one that illustrates the solidarity so beautifully. Here's a picture of Huey P. Newton standing outside of a Palestinian refugee camp in Lebanon in 1980. Here's an article from 2015 from Dr. Mark Lamont Hill about reimagining transnational solidarity through difference from Ferguson all the way to Palestine. Here is another picture of Palestinians standing in solidarity and praying, you feel me, with a picture of two individuals that's been slain by settler colonial violence. Don't be this person, guys. So I really appreciate him giving that context. So we had Dr. Mark Lamont Hill actually on the show providing some context earlier this mm -hmm. week. And you can check that out wherever you get your podcast. He also did a really great breakdown on his show on The Grio, and they posted it to his page on Instagram. So make sure you go and check that out at Mark Lamont Hill. You know, the fact of the matter is we have to be more informed about things that are happening outside of our country. Oh, why should black, black people care? Black people should care because we need all the allies that we can get. And the truth is if the government is cool with what they're doing to them, ain't no telling how long before that same government does it to us again. Hmm. It wouldn't be the first time. All right. What do you think? Call us up, 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All right. When we get back, I mean, I guess we couldn't get away from this story because Drake and Joe Budden, people are just very much uh, feeling some type of way about it. I feel like everybody's feeling a way about it except for Joe Budden. But we're going to talk about it when we get back. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. Welcome back. I am Amanda Seals. Uh... Jeremiah, like the Bible, Supreme. Have y'all listened to Drake's album yet? I have. It was very mid. Very mid. You still feel that way? Okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, I think he had told me that he listened to it and that he was mid. But sometimes, you know, like, 
you sit on it, you sleep on it. You're like, actually, but you feel like it was very mid. I didn't listen again. I only listened once. So, yeah. You didn't even feel like listening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm still spending um, nothing was the same. So, no. (laughs) I've never left nothing was the same. That that to me is a flawless album. After that, I was like, it's about singles. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, so basically, he put out this album um, for all the dogs, and Joe Budden had this to say. This this is like Yachty rapping. This is like he rapping for the children. And that's my, yo, dog, I had to look up how old this was when I finished listening to the album. So that's what Joe Budden was saying. You know, here's the thing. I, I feel like you should be able to critique an album. Like someone puts out an album, right. you should be able to critique an album. But right. I guess because he's also a rapper, <laughs> that mm-hmm. like Drake took issue with it. Um, and he just, he just took so much issue with it <laughs> that he wrote a dissertation text. Like he, he wrote that, that message that you write to a dude that's already ghosted you, but you like, you going to hear me. And then you write an essay. I just, it just took me back when I read this. It took me back to like when I was in a dressing room writing like, a, a, you know, a four swipes text to uh, a, a my boyfriend at the time. And like thinking back, it's like, if you had to write a four swipes text, babe, it was yeah. over. Yeah. It was already you over. J- you think y'all read it all? You know, Joe put up a picture <laughs> of him in a pool holding up his phone and it's just peak petty. Um, but I feel like, you know, when I, when I read the text, I couldn't help but read it in like a singing voice and I'm just not I'm not mm. even gonna read y'all the whole text because you don't have time we don't have time but he definitely like came for Joe Biden's neck and it was very much like sir are your panties in a bunch <laughs> because how are you gonna start off with at Joe Budden you have filled that music you left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills it sounds like the songs that he writes <laughs> for the, the girls that he is scorned by for any artist watching this, just remember you are watching a failure. Give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. Like, that's what I'm reading. It's a song. It's a song. And then he brings it back like a hook and says, please do any artist that's doing what they feel is right. Don't let these opinions affect your mindset. After the fact, after the fact, don't let these opinions affect your mindset. After the fact, like that's what's happening. This guy's a poster child of frustration and surrendering. You took, you retired and we never hung up your jersey. We're not remembering. We know you for doing this. You withdrew from rap, not because you accomplished. All you need to do is because we were working for you and now you want this bullshit. Like, that's really what it is. Also, what happened to just doing a rap beef? Yeah. Mm. What happened to that? That worked for did him he, in the past. Did he win that last one though? Well, I guess he did. Him and Meek Mill. He won it. Him and Meek Mill, him and Pusha. Like, I just feel like, it, like oh, Pusha had to go to like extremes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he had to get off the record and go like, like literally like off the record and be like, here's your baby that you've been keeping off the record. I forgot so, about that. Dang. Maybe, maybe that's why. Saying. Maybe he got other kids he wants to know about and he don't want that no, no secrets revealed. <laughs> Bring back the beef record y'all bring it back what happened to takeover breaks over god mc me jehovah like what happened to that mm-hmm. <sighs> i don't know 
It's a new day. I mean, you heard Juicy J earlier in the show. Rap is down 40%. There we go. 40%. I mean, I think this is indicative of why it's down 40%. Because y'all ain't got no no swag no more. They in the comments, not in the booth. Great way to end the break. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with the block quiz. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into another black quiz. It's a black pop quiz with this. Yes, it's a black pop quiz with this. Um, <laughs> and we are here, proctored by DJ Supreme. Whoa, 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 whoa. Professor Supreme. Let's get it my right. Glasses in session. So we have Professor Supreme here to administer this block quiz uh, between me and Jeremiah, like the Bible. Um, and I am not sure what we're going to be asked because I never ran because that's why it's a block quiz. Well, Jeremiah, like the Bible, spotlight is on you. This is an HBCU Block quiz. So oh let's see what you're doing, Mr. Yeah. Howard. Lord. And I got a Howard shirt on today, too. Watch. I'm about to be looking crazy. It's about ahead. to be bad for you out here if you don't get these right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. First question is Where was the first HBCU located? Lincoln, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it like this? This is the description. It's not Lincoln. Like, is it Cheney? But it's in Pennsylvania. Jeremiah, like the Bible, gets it with Cheney. But I feel like there's like a discrepancy oh, between them it? about who really is. It the is. They were beefing about it, but officially it's Cheney. 1837. And where is Cheney? Huh? Cheney where is, is Cheney? And I think it's like um upstate Pennsylvania, I want to say. So I got the point because you said oh, where. Where? And I said question. Pennsylvania. That's a fact. <laughs> Cheney University of Pennsylvania. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and give that to Amanda. It is Kai, but he did say Cheney first. No, you said where is it, not okay, what is you, it. Okay, you got that. You got that. You she got, got it. it. I get it. She got it. She got okay. it. Okay. She got it. Nah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next one is which HBCU started out as an all-male school? Tuskegee University. Tuskegee Institute. That would be incorrect. Jeremiah, like the started Bible, you should out. know this. Um, Morehouse? I mean, Morehouse. It is Morehouse. It is Morehouse. See, but the question is what you said as if, as if it's no longer a Morehouse. Exactly. Like, That's why I said something else. We're smart, funny, and black over here. You got to catch the Yamin. <laughs> you got to catch the Yamin. It's in there. <laughs> Let's do the last one just for fun uh, because Howard <laughs> is just looking bad out here. All right. Let's do this one right here. Which HBCU is the number one producer of black aerospace engineers in the United States? North Carolina A&T? No. Jeremiah like the black Give me your HBCU Not card back. This uh, one to- it is Tuskegee. You both oh, got it Oh, that makes sense. The airman. I'm be mad. <laughs> Yup. Top STEM yeah, school your dad produces is a graduates in fields Alone. like chemical, mechanical, and electrical engineering. This is also where the world famous Tuskegee Airmen originated mm. from. So, um, Delaware State goes ahead and, you know, we're going to go ahead and give this to Amanda Seals. <laughs> Who did not go to an HBCU? <laughs> Unfortunately, I I did not. Great job, Howard. Great job. (laughs) Thank you. You know. 
<laughs> All right. There you have it. Did y'all get those answers right? Were you in your car yelling and being like, why don't they know the answers to this? If so, we apologize. Uh, but you, if you didn't know the answers, I'm glad you learned something today. And if you learned something this week, hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. And tell me so I can play it on Friday for our things I learned this week. Thank you, Professor Supreme, for always being a fair and just proctor. Uh, we'll be right back to take some calls here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. If you remember, if you missed anything, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking your calls on our topics. So make sure you hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines. Who is this? Hi. Okay. So let me start off by saying my name is Nina. And let me just start off by saying I'm not a black woman. I am Latina. I'm Cuban and Mexican. Okay. And so I'm coming from that perspective. However, listen, the fraternities and sororities are so sacred. I remember going to my white school where there was only one black fraternity and there was like four members. So I remember thinking, damn, that shit is sacred. Like that is sacred and it's got history and all this all unsaid. Who and where, like I wanted to be like, maybe she could have asked, honey, where'd you get that shirt? Did your auntie give that to you? Or like, you know what I mean? Or like, where did you get that? Because even as adults, you can't wear those letters unless you are in a sorority. So I just think it looks egregious and it looks gross because the girl, little girl was white, but she was also a kid and she may not not know what she was even doing. Like, I want to be like, what adult let you out the house that way? That's what I want to know. What adult let you out the house that way? The way that (laughs) y'all... You said a white adult? Yeah. (laughs) I saw somebody say... Because I had brought up the point that like the letters AKA stand for also known as Mm -hmm, also. mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And someone said, when have you ever seen also known as with the number 1908? And I'm just like, are y'all this... (laughs) Like, blind? I I, I don't even want to use that word because that's like disrespecting blind people. But like, are y'all this... (laughs) Like oblivious, right? Why? Why? I just, I just feel like if you don't know any context for sororities, there's no reason why the word, the number 1908, would mean anything to you on a shirt. Like, how often have we seen shirts that'll say like "The Gap Established 1989"? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, you go to the store, everything got random numbers, <laughs> signs. I'm like, okay, this what they doing this week? 1955. Let's go. <laughs> I, you know, so that was such a weird like. Are you in a, like what bubble are you in? And I just think that that's the that's the part for me. It's like there's so many layers to this that at the end of the day just come down to like it's a kid 
err on the side of ignorance. And ultimately, it's the parent that should be addressed. And someone said earlier, the real person to be addressed is who put that shirt in the goodwill? That's true. You said something yesterday when we brought the topic about this being like a service organization. Like if anything, it could have been like, hey, this is a moment educated about the, about the AKAs. Like we've done this much work since 1908. This is why you can't wear this shirt. But you know, in the yeah. future, you could be a part of this legacy of women. <laughs> Change the world. And now you don't. The, I'm not legacy. returning the shirt for me. That's the part for me. I'm not returning the shirt. So now we're talking about theft. <laughs> you got to pay for That's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's $25. Um, but, you know, I, I just... <laughs> And for the record, not to stir no more trouble, not to stir no trouble, but I saw a lot of deltas that were like, I would never. See? Here you go. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> there go one right there. There go one right there. All right now. Okay, you heard it. You heard it. Not from me. Okay, from the Crimson and Cream. All right, when we get back, we got politicians say the darndest thing. Six second headlines and your big up let down. It's all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal set it, show we up we up we up i'm amanda seals and it is time to listen laugh and learn i gotta get into the word of the day all right supreme and jeremiah i test y'all on these words every friday so pay Mm -hmm. attention this is an interesting word the word is phase not p-h-a-s-e I don't know if this is the actual word or not in the right context, but you know, like, you, like people are like, you can't phase me or that doesn't phase me. Is it like that? Or is it? What um, is the definition? I like to be unbothered or to be like, to be unbothered or unaware of something or not move. Think about what you're saying. The word is phase. You can't get to me. That, that's what it means in, in, in African-American vernacular, <laughs> as you no, say. No, that's not what it means. If you can't phase me? What does the word phase mean in that context? You can't phase me. You can't blank me. What's the word? You can't shake me. Or you can't 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 touch me. You can't bother me. You can't 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 disturb me. So the definition of the word is disturb. Disturb. Okay. Undisturbed. The definition of the word is disturb. Oh, okay. Phase. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, so I to do. phase someone is to disturb their composure. So mm, when we right. use it, we say, you can't phase me. You can't right. disturb my composure. All the years I've ever heard that, I never even thought. I just thought phase, man. Like, you can't. That's disturb. Like, I, I knew what but it meant. We said, as a, we said as a phrase. That's why. I, I just thought it was just slang, though. Like, yeah. I know. But it's yeah. an actual word. F-A-Z-E. Wow, it is spelled like that too. Can't phase me. Wow. Yeah, you, to, to phase someone is to disturb their composure. You Things can't. I phase learned this me. week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up this hour, we got politicians say the darndest things. We got uh, sixty second headlines. We got your big up, let down. We're gonna 
hear from you. Also, remember, if you haven't checked out my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, that's available at inamandawetrust.com. I got the opportunity to screen that in D.C. last week, so it was really cool just to see folks coming out. And we are going to be screening it in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv on Sunday, November 19th. All right. Tickets are going to go on sale this week. So hopefully y'all will come out and check out In Amanda We Trust at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles. I will be there. We'll be doing trivia. I'll be handing out free stuff. I'll also be doing a Q&A. So it's going to be a great night. So mark your calendars. All right. We'll be right back with the politicians saying the darndest things at the Amanda Seal Show. All right, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals. And uh, Jeremiah, I like the Bible. Let's get into a... Politicians say the darndest things. All right, guys. So today's politician is your president, Joseph Robinette Biden. His name is Robinette, if you did not know. Um, So during an address at the state dining room, President Biden had this to say about the Hamas attacks on on Israeli civilians. Let's take a listen. We stand with Israel. The loss of innocent life is heartbreaking. Like every nation in the world, Israel has the right to respond, indeed has a duty to respond to these vicious attacks. We stand ready to move in additional assets as needed to any country, any organization, anyone thinking of taking advantage of this situation. I have one word, don't, don't. Our hearts may be broken, but our resolve is clear. Who is we? That's what the comments were saying. It was like, who is we? Us? You know, here's the thing. I, I think that it's 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 an obvious statement to say that like loss of life is always an incredibly like sad, you know, mm-hmm. harmful scenario. So like I feel like when people are like making this like hot take of like, you know, we sh- we want all lives to, to to have not been lost. It's like, that's not mm-hmm. a hot take. Like that's obvious. Mm-hmm. War is never good for anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you have a one-sided war, that's not a war. That's mm-hmm. an occupation. Mm. Often it's a genocide. And that's what we're witnessing right now. I mean, but basically what he's saying is the equivalent of like, um, in 2020, like we stand with the police. <laughs> right. And Against it's like black people. Mm-hmm. Like, because at the end of the day, like, yes, there have been innocent civilians that have been harmed. But what he's saying is we stand with the Israeli government <laughs> and the Israeli government is actually who has caused all of this. They caused for their own civilians to be harmed because they have been systematically harming Palestinians for 80 years. So mm-hmm. and then America See, I, keeps funding it. I think that people are kind of missing, too, in this, in this scenario. I think people are looking at these are two um like they're, they're, they're the people on the ground and then there, there's like the government and the powers that be so even like Americans like the government acts on our behalf or without our behalf in various ways uh, militarily across uh, across the um, the world that doesn't reflect us on the people the people on the ground but we're often affected by the things they do whether we agree with it or not and the same thing you kind of see happen here where you have the um, structure or the power of Israel doing certain things and now the people of Israel are affected whether they agree with the government or not yes and I think the reality is that a lot of folks are like okay these atrocities that are being assigned to Israel have been happening in Palestine for a very long time on a daily basis and it just seems to present as if 
It's only mattering now that it's happening to Israelis and not Palestinians. It's not to say that that is not a harmful thing that's happening to them. I think for many of us, it's like, yeah, that sucks. That's what we've been trying to say. Mm-hmm. This sucks. This should not be mm-hmm. happening to anyone. Mm-hmm. So why, though, is that being seen as like not relevant? It is very relevant. And the reality is that none of this would be happening if there was not an occupation taking place. And that's the reality of things. Now, whether you believe that an occupation should be taking place or not, that's a whole other conversation. But it doesn't change the cause and effect. And that's that. So there you go. Uh, but your tax dollars are definitely funding uh, what's going on. And what's going on is looking like a real, actual state-sanctioned genocide. And we're all watching it. Keep it luck right here the Amanda Seals Show. Isn't this such a fun time? It's not. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right. This is the Amanda Seals Show. We are signing off, y'all. Hope everybody had a great one. Uh, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. We covered a whole lot. We had Drake singing the Joe Budden. <laughs> you have to hear it to believe it. Um, Y'all also had so much to say about AKA T-shirt gate. I mean, mm-hmm. some some things were said that just made me go, no. But many things were said that were really, you know, just, I'm glad to hear because it grounded me in sanity. Um, they're banning Skittles in California. They're mm. also, you know, more importantly, they're banning hot tamales. And I think that's really? where we need. To, yeah, yeah. That's why I have three like very big boxes of hot tamales um, in my okay, house yeah. because I'm I mean this isn't happening till 2027 but I'm already up on it it's gonna um, be and like also, prohibition they'll come kicking your door no. like, what's going on she's harboring drugs yeah that's what would happen because um, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to be like smuggling them in <laughs> the Wall Street Journal also got the let down because they can't tell the difference between Simone Biles and Shailene Jones yeah hmm. so all of that went down and more. If you missed any part of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Available every day. And you can also check out my podcast, Small Doses, which is also available wherever you get your podcast. And you can check out um, Side Effects of Family Business, right? Yeah. Side Effects of Family Business with Kev on stage and his wife, Melissa. And they... They let us in on the business. Let me just say that. They let us in on the business. Kevin Stage was very actually transparent about about Mm -hmm. like his therapy and just how him being a workaholic got in the way of their marriage, which is a part of our group chat topic of the week. Side effects of uh, being a workaholic. I want to hear from you guys. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Are you a workaholic? Is your partner a workaholic? Do you think there's any problem with being a workaholic? I want to know. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All right. Coming up on Thursday's show, we're going to get into our group chat topic of the week about the workaholics. All right. So join us tomorrow for group chat Thursday. Uh, remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.